What's up, What's everybody? up, everybody? Welcome back to the Mindset Mogul Podcast. We are your hosts, Josh Jacobs and Bradley Mora, and we are back with another episode and excited to be here today. Extremely grateful to uh, be talking to you, Brad, and have a very sunny, beautiful day in Chicago um, and to be feeling this good. How are you doing today? Dude, I'm great. It's a sunny, beautiful day in San Francisco as well. So, uh, yeah. It's amazing yeah. how much the sun just boosts your mood, you know, oh. without even having to try. It's amazing. Um, so I, we ask you guys, by the way, at home to think about one thing you're grateful for before we jump into the episode to put yourself in the right mind state and, uh, you know, get ready to consume this content. So um, with that being said, we have a Q&A for you guys today. We have a question from uh, an audience member. Before we jump in, I just want to do the usual pitch to you guys, which is if you find value on this episode, we would really, really appreciate it if you uh, followed us on Apple, Spotify, Google, whatever podcast platform you're listening on and leave us a five-star review. Or if you're watching on YouTube, please subscribe or leave a comment. Uh, leave a comment with your question if you want it to be answered. You can email that into support at mindsetmogul.com as well. And yeah, we would really, really appreciate your support. Um, thank you so much for that. So without further ado, let's jump in. We have a question today from Mike N. And it says, hey, Josh and Brad, I'm coming off doing the Whole30 program. Very familiar for you, Brad. I worked oh, yeah. out every day of the 30 days too. Now that I am off, I feel like I am backsliding already by eating unhealthy food and only working out one of the last four days. How do I keep making progress? Mike Thank you so much for this question. This is something I know me and Brad both have dealt with. We actually just talked about this in a previous episode a little bit. Um, so I'm going to let you start this, Brad, because number one, you just did Whole30. And number two, you just ended 75 hard and uh, have had an interesting last three days. So I feel like you're in the perfect mind state to answer this question right now. Um, so Mike, I hope you get some value out of this. Brad, what are your thoughts on slipping back after doing some sort of challenge for 30 days and what are you working on to keep making progress and not backslide so this is extremely timely because i'm quite literally dealing with basically the same problem coming off 75 hard it's so easy when you're in a program to stick to that program because the program provides clarity for you on what it is that you're doing. It really takes the, the pressure off, takes the friction off of what do I need to be doing every day to call that day a win? And so when you step out of that program and you step out of having not someone else, but this program tell you what you need to be doing and what a win looks like, for me, I've ended up in a situation where I've just generally lacked clarity on where do I go from here? What does a successful day look like? How do I define that for myself in a new world where I don't have 75 hard? And then just for context, Mike, within 75 hard, I was basically doing Whole30. I called it Whole30 Plus because I was eating white rice on the program just because it uh, it agrees with me pretty well. But the uh, point being very similar situation. The thing that I'm doing right now as we speak, and it's in conversations with Josh and some personal reflection is clarity on what does success mean to me? What are my goals? And 
how can I take what I learned from 75 hard? Because I learned a lot about what it is to feel good, how treating my body in a certain way will make me feel, learnings about what the benefits are of doing programs like this and apply them on a go forward basis where I don't necessarily have a program in place. And so first thing and the most important thing is define clarity for what is it that you want from yourself. And so thinking about, do you want a fit body from yourself? Do you want a clear mind? Do you want to set yourself up to be in a position where you can achieve your financial goals, your relationship goals, your goals, whatever, whatever those goals might be? Getting very clear on what it is that you want, you can start building the Whole30 program of your entire life and how you want to operate. And so that's what I'm working on now is defining at a, making it bigger than a program. Like this is the Brad program for how I'm going to live my life. But first, before I decide what that is, I need clarity on the things that I want. And for me personally, that is being the most fit version and maintaining the most fit version. So being, maintaining, becoming the most fit version of myself that I've ever been. It's being the best leader in both from a business standpoint and from a family and relationship standpoint that I've ever been. And I think for me, clarity on those two things is enough for me to start building what essentially is a go forward program for how to live my life. And so, yeah, first things first, clarity. And then... And and just to go off of what you were just saying, because that's... Number one, that's so important. We talk about this all the time is knowing where you want to go and knowing what you want to get out of it. And you started Whole30 for a reason and you had that, um, you didn't waver from Whole30 and you didn't waver from your exercise and you did that for a reason and you were very clear on the fact that you were going to do that for 30 days. Um, Why did you do that? Why, why did you do the whole 30 in the first place? Brad's talking, Brad just said, you have to have clarity. Brad said he wants to be the best leader. He wants to be the most fit version of himself. But I guarantee you, Brad probably has a reason why he wants to be the best leader, why he wants to be the most fit version of himself. And at the end of the day, that why has to be strong enough for you to go and do those things because as you have already realized in the last, what did you say, three or four days, you've already realized that you're not going to want to do this shit all the time or even 80% of the time. So the why has to be strong enough to carry you through all those times when you don't want to do it because the majority of times you're not going to want to do it. So what is the reason for wanting to improve your health or improve your life or whatever it may be? I love that Brad said being a great leader because to me, that's similar. I think that by living the best version of myself and being the most optimal version of myself, I will inspire those around me and those watching me to also be the best versions of themselves. How can I lead people or inspire people or make an impact on the world if I am not trying to constantly improve myself and be the best version of myself. That is what gets me up in the morning and what pushes me through on the days when I really, really don't want to do it. So what is your why, Mike? That is a very, very important question to determine, to define and understand extremely clearly because 
it's going to be fucking hard. And you need a reason big enough to push you through. Is it to be a great example to your kids of what a healthy person is? Is it to be a great example to your spouse? Is it to, because you're dealing with health issues and you want to live here for a long time and you need to get take care of yourself to, to live a long life? What is that reason? And is that reason strong enough to carry you through? I thought you said something that's that's really important there along along the lines of, so I think it's a foundational why. I, I try to look for constant theme. Like I look for themes in what we're talking about. What is a thread that stays consistent in the things that we talk about? And when we talk about whys, I think there's something that no matter who you are, a an incredibly powerful why to have, let's just call it the foundation of your house, is bringing the best version of yourself to the world. Because in doing that, Regardless of the why that sits on top of that, you will be able and better set up to accomplish that. If you are, if part of your why is I just, I want to bring the best version of myself to the world so that I can impact the most change via other people then being inspired to bring them the best selves of that, the best version of themselves to the world. It allows me to show up in important moments for my family and be a role model for my kids. But to keep it simple for yourself, Mike, the first and most important thing in developing a why for yourself is I want to do this so I can bring the best version of myself to the world. I think it's just a super easy idea to lash onto. And one that when you're doing something like Whole30 or whatever this go forward program you're going to put together for yourself is, it sets you up to bring that best version of yourself to the world. And so anytime that you feel like you're fading on clarity or you're fading on your why, I think coming back to, I'm here to bring the best version of myself to the world is such a simple concept to revisit that should bring that clarity back and present you with a foundational why so that you can go kick ass. Yeah. And it's like what you just reminded me of the power of intention. It's like when you lack clarity or you lack why you can tap into this invisible field of intention and know that it's out there for you to take the hundred percent version of you is out there to grab onto. And all you need to do is when you lack clarity and you lack the why just you know, this is straight out of the book. So if you haven't read the book, it may not be relevant at the moment to you, but you just have to repeat the words intention, 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 and understand that you can tap into this invisible field of intention at any moment and it will propel you towards achieving the optimal version of yourself as soon as you intentionally tap into it. So, um, you just brought, you just made me think of that. And it's, something that has been very helpful for me when I lack that clarity is just repeating those words. The point you made is a really good one because something in Mike's note that stands out to me, this concept of backsliding. And so when you're backsliding, there's a couple of interesting things to, to unpack there. And from my own experience and trying to evaluate first, what is even a backslide? And that's why clarity is so important. Because when you have this ambiguous backslide in your life. It's like, what are you backsliding from and what are you backsliding to? And if you don't have clear goalposts on what you want, what success and failure is, you don't really even know what like a backsliding is. You're just wandering aimlessly. And so I think the concept of backsliding 
having clarity makes it very clear to define that you are backsliding, which makes it a lot easier to then go and start building intention not to backslide. So you define it first via clarity, but your point on intention is it's extremely powerful because I don't think there's a situation that you can actually be backsliding if you have 100% intention for something. If you have 100% intention to go be the best version of yourself, just by virtue of having that intention, you will prevent a backslide. And so instead of focusing on that I am backsliding, instead, move your focus to how can I be 100% intentional on becoming the best version of myself? Change the frame of reference to how you're thinking about what your problem is and how it is you're directing your attention. Put it on the solution, 100% intention. Don't focus on this concept of backsliding. And part of this, you know, why and um, part of everything that we're talking about is you literally building a story for yourself. So we talk about backsliding, like one of the most interesting parts of my story and my narrative that I have for myself are all of the times that I backslid and how I came out of that. I mean, probably the most interesting part of uh, the most interesting parts of if you were to break down my life and put it into different chapters of a book, the most interesting chapters of my life would be the times where I backslid and I pulled myself out of it. So if you do feel yourself backsliding, make up a story for yourself on why you're going to pull yourself out of it and what is going to come from it. And just like the mainstream media feeds you a narrative that they want you to believe about whatever po political party they're trying to promote, you need to do the same thing with yourself and create a narrative inside of yourself on what you need to believe about yourself and follow that just like the mainstream media tries to get you to follow their narrative on whatever it is they need to do. Take that same level of aggression that the mainstream media takes with you and use it on yourself to build your own narrative of what you are trying to create in your own life. Dude, that was absolutely sick. There's no good story without a part where you fuck up a little bit. All good stories have the main character losing some ground taking that lost progress and then using it as fuel to the fire to come back even stronger. And so build that narrative for yourself right now. You've had a minor backslide. Because of that, it's pushing you into a situation where you've got a level of awareness that there is a problem, that you're now going to be prepared to go build clarity, build your why so strong that you have 100% intention to go achieve what it is that you want, which is going to be building the best version of yourself, whatever that means to you. And based on whatever narrative you're building for yourself, you're going to have to set standards for yourself. And those standards are going to be things that you do not waver on. Just like you set standards when you were on Whole30, that you were going to follow Whole30, you were going to work out every single day. Those were the standards that you set for yourself for those 30 days. And because of that, you stuck to it. Now that ended you probably don't have any standards that are set in stone for yourself that you will not waver from no matter what. One of the reasons why me and Brad are working on building mindset mogul standards is for ourselves and for you guys, for our community of what should a mindset mogul be doing every single day to improve their life? And how do we measure you know, every day as a win or not? And it's going to be if we live up to these standards. You need to set these standards for yourself based on your why, based on your clarity, based on the narrative you're trying to build for yourself. And whatever standards you wind up setting, 
you have to not waver from them. You have to hold your ground. You have to hold your word and you have to live up to those standards every single day. Um, and maybe one of the ways to do that is through challenges. Me and Brad talk about this all the time. The whole 30, 30 day challenge was easy for, not easy, but you completed it because you gave yourself a challenge and you worked with a dedicated time frame. 75 hard works because it is a, not a, it's a program, but it's a challenge where for 75 days, a predetermined amount of time, you are doing a predetermined amount of things and there is no wavering. There is no excuses. There is no, you know, balance. It is all or nothing. And personally, I work very well in challenges. Um, I don't know about you, Brad, but I think that maybe one of the things you do for yourself is create a challenge for yourself, which I guess we're going to talk about in a second anyway. But what do you think? So I think that building on what you said related to standards, the concept of moving from a world in which a program sets standards for you versus you set standards for yourself and then live to those. That's an incredible evolution to take. And I think that's basically at like the point of decision making that I'm at right now. I've relied on multiple programs to provide me the guidance on what are the standards that I have for my life. And that's like step one is can you adhere to a program that's already built? But now taking the next step in evolution of becoming the best version of myself is deciding what it is that I want and then building standards and adhering to those standards as if they were a third-party program like I have been. But instead, they're rooted from inside of me. I think that that's an extremely powerful concept. And I'd say, Mike, you're basically at the same spot that I am, that you're at a critical point to decide, you know you can handle this. You did it via Whole30. You worked out every day on top of that too, which isn't even part of Whole30. So you were actually able to hold standards for yourself for the last 30 days. Now is this incredible moment for you to decide, can I set standards for myself and go live to them? Because I think that's the next step is building these things for yourself. And when it comes to challenges, this is 100% a, a tool and a tactic that I'm going to use because it's just... I'll build them for myself, as I just said, but it's so much easier to think in the context of those challenges because it brings clarity to the situation on what it is that I'm going to do, how long I'm going to do it for. And in this case, I'm just going to tie it specifically to the goals that I have for, in this case, will be the next 90 days. And so the example for me is I'm going to be doing keto as a next step purely for the, the mental benefits that keto brings because I want to achieve certain business-related goals that I think having the clearest mind will help me achieve. And so building up from the clarity on what I want, why I want it, and then building a challenge around that, it's I have not felt empowered in a way to go accomplish something and stick to it than like I ever have in the past. And I think that's due to the clarity plus having a challenge that I can tie time and activity to. So thank you for sharing that. I completely agree with you. And speaking of challenges, that is what's going to be today's audience exercise, because I'm sure every single person listening to this has dealt with progress, backsliding, progress, backsliding, falling off, fucking up again. And I guarantee you everybody that's listening to this has dealt with that. So today's audience exercise is going to be 
create a challenge for yourself that becomes your new standard that you will not waver from for a predetermined amount of time. So whether that's the next seven days, the next 14 days, the next 30 days, the next 90 days, set a new challenge for yourself and make that the standard that you do not waver from no matter what. Do not give yourself a pass. Do not give yourself leniency. If you have passes built into that, fine, but make it specific enough to where you can follow it and understand every single day if it's a win or a loss. I think that will be a huge breakthrough for a lot of people. Um, Plans change, goals change. That's why I like working in challenges because I may have a different goal this 30 days or this 90 days than the next 30 days or the next 90 days. So make that challenge for yourself. Set the new standards that you're going to follow every single day for a predetermined amount of time and do not waver from them. Do you have anything else to add, Brad? No, that was a mic drop. Perfect. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening, watching. We really appreciate you. If you got value out of today's episode, please follow us on Google, Spotify, Apple, wherever you're listening. Leave us a five-star review. If you're watching on YouTube, subscribe there. Leave us a comment with your question if you would like it answered, or you can send that into support at mindsetmogul.com. We really, really appreciate you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Have a great day and see you in the next one. Take care. Take care.